Don't you think it'd be fun to get together with your buddies and go fishing? How about the thrill of doing it yourself? Planning, logistics, lodging, and food, and fishing in a faraway land. Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm Bill Barty, your host. Each week we come in and break down these segments for your listening pleasure. Whether you're joining us via the airwaves of WBT early on a Saturday morning, or maybe you are joining us via podcast, we're glad that you are out there and listening and supporting the Carolina Outdoors. Well, anyway, during that introduction, that's the way the crew from Dorsal Outdoors started out. What began from their headquarters in Alabama to traveling the world together on DIY trips. This group of friends have not only traveled the world together, but they've also become some of the best storytellers in the outdoor adventure film business. Ben Meadows from Dorsal Outdoor returns to the Carolina Outdoors. He's had several movies that have been selected for viewing in several of the film festivals going on, F3T and the IFFF as well, and the F3T 2024 tour is no different. Meadows directs Triple Trouble and joins us now on the Carolina Outdoors. Ben, welcome. Hey, thank y'all for having me. I'm excited. Man, it's always good to get you on here. Of course, you're a prolific filmmaker and uh, doing that uh, through Dorsal and and directing and creating. Uh, So before we kind of talk about the film that's in the F3T 2024, and that's coming to Charlotte March 25th, March 21st, um, will you remind our listeners a little bit about you? You learned to fly cast in the church parking lot. Tell us how all that started. Yeah, so I grew up, um, like many anglers in the South, uh, fishing for bass. My grandfather uh, kind of instilled that love for me um, for fishing. Um, funny enough, my grandfather, while he got me in the farm pond, he also would take me in the bass boat out in the marshes for, for redfish. That was kind of where he found a lot of peace and kind of his uh, chaotic life. And so um, learned to love um, bass, learned to love redfish. And then, yeah, probably in my preteen years, I, I was, um, goodness, I was, I was, uh, I woke up at 5 a.m. because I was that crazy about fishing, even as a, <laughs> as a young teenager. And I got skunked and it was just so embarrassing because I was, I was committed to it. And then this older teenager he must have been like 16 or 17 rolls up at 9 a.m 10 a.m looking like he hasn't slept a wink and kind of just flubs out with this flimsy rod and starts just crushing brim and bass and i mean every fish that was in the lake seemed to just jump on his rod and so i thought well, I said, well what is that and he goes it's a fly rod and i said well i'm doing that that seems like it catches more fish and and so yeah i, I learned how to cast in my front yard i would get tips from folks in the church and cast in the church parking lot and that's where i got my best buddy george like we would go because we were both working and we uh when we were working jobs in high school and college and didn't have time during the day and would go cast in the church parking lot because that was the only place that had lights and then one time we got busted by three cops who could not <laughs> figure out what we were doing <laughs> and what we were trying to do and we had to explain that we're practicing fishing casts and that didn't land well they just told us to go home but yeah man that's how i got into fly fishing and it's been uh, a wild ride ever ever since then it, it never stopped well ben meadows you need to know that you're talking to uh the listeners you're talking to many of them were introduced to fly fishing the exact same way 
Uh, I had a neighbor across the pond, grew up uh, not too far outside of Charlotte in uh, York County, South Carolina. And I had a neighbor across the pond who would brim fish with a fly rod. And I thought it was the most magnificent thing that I had ever seen. It was kind of like a a lasso and uh, an inner tube (laughs) all in one. And I I asked my parents, what is Buzzy doing out there? And they said, oh, he's out there fly fishing. And so uh, this mysterious sport essentially came to my neighborhood and uh you, you know the, the rest is history that way except Ben you kind of graduated you and uh you and the crew at Dorsal graduated from from that time period you've uh you've been uh, to Colombia and I mean not Colombia Colombia <laughs> uh Mexico Louisiana you've been to many places around the world uh, with film including um Alabama, your home state. Tell us about that graduation from getting run off in the church parking lot to uh, kind of traveling the world, uh, filming the sport that you've adopted and loved. Yeah, I mean, so so it's going to be hard not to do the three-hour version of this. So, oh, yeah. so I will I will point your <laughs> listeners. We have done the one-hour treatment. You can find it on our social media and our our YouTube, where we kind of sit down and break down all the trips we've done and. Uh, all the failures along the way, which includes getting marooned on an island. Uh, we have we have done some really dumb stuff along the way. But basically, it all starts with a dream. Basically, again, my best buddy, George, and I dreamed up this idea, like, could we see some of the corners of the world with our fishing rods uh, on really embarrassing budgets? And, and we've just been willing to accept risk and failure and lots and lots of headaches along the way i mean we've over slept in airports we've slept on rocks we've done we kind of done it all um but it was just this idea of like you know rather rather than than letting that barrier financial barrier saying like this is something you can't do we we really just kind of leaned into trying to do it our way and doing it on really just kind of razor thin budgets and and so we learned and adapted and learned and adapted and and then you know, after about a couple of years of doing it, it was like, man, we're, we're seeing a lot of cool stuff. We're telling a lot of cool stories. I would love to bring that home. And that's kind of the genesis of Dorsal Outdoors was that um, we were lucky to, to team up with a crew out of Knoxville, Tennessee. So uh, um, Ben Fields was this, this really advanced cinematographer that wanted to bum around on a trip with us. And, and he showed us the ropes and taught us about storytelling. And it kind of merged what we already had in our arsenal of trying to do some kind of chaotic and crazy things and documenting it on camera. And with every year, we've just devoted ourselves to the craft of getting better, getting um, better equipment, you know, graduating from GoPros to, to cinema equipment now. And, and yeah, just trying to stay grounded in the fact that everybody is, everybody's interested in a good story. And so we are trying to do our best to, uh, find and champion great stories. And that's kind of where we, it's a kind of a homecoming this year with our film, uh, Triple Trouble, um, as we f- filmed it uh, in Mobile Bay. Uh, again, just, just a few hours south of where we're based in Birmingham, Alabama, um, and got to do a little bit of a, a homecoming domestic uh, fly fishing film tour uh, film, which is just super cool to think about it kind of being full circle. Yeah, we want to. Uh, we're going to have to delve into that a little bit, Triple Trouble. But before we do, uh, talk to us about your success with the festivals. But do you think it is the DIY component, or 
just the high quality, or do you think it is a uh, you know, you know, doing it on a budget, doing these trips because you have had different successes in different film festivals with different films. What's the common denominator of of of, of, of success, I guess, with Dorsal Outdoors, Ben Meadows, at getting placement in these festivals? Man, if I knew the kind of common denominator, <laughs> I'd be a much better strategist. I tell you that. I. I I'm going to I'm gonna wave my hands a bit and say that there's just been a lot of luck on our side. We've been blessed to meet a lot of cool people yes. and capture stories that are just really cool. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, from, you know, documenting um, the, the red-eye slam of Alabama to, you know, being able to produce a film about a guy who can't catch a tuna, even though he's got 400 foaming in front of them. I mean, we just... I, you know, if I was going to try to pin it on anything and I'm just riffing here, I would say actually it's, it's the Southern nature, right? It's this idea that Mm -hmm. in the South, we are all accomplished storytellers. This is how we communicate with one another. You know, I grew up listening to my grandparents' stories. And and so you were just steeped in how to create a compelling narrative. And so I think we just encounter the outdoors as everything is a story and uh, and I hope that resonates with folks. But man, I can't I can't tell you. I, I feel blessed that we've had all those opportunities. I feel blessed that it's happened as much as it has. Every time I'm surprised. Um, you know, I, I I joked with a podcaster once. I was like, the best thing you can ever do to a filmmaker is tell them you like your film, because we never know that. But as a filmmaker, we're not going to these events, and so um, it's it's surprising when these films hit because at a at a core. Uh, component, you know, as a, as a filmmaker, you're like, does anybody like this? Is anybody <laughs> laughing along? Does anybody find this encouraging? Um, I, I just remember the first time we went to a, a showing in Bozeman, Montana, and I, and I realized that we had cut a comedy film. Man, I had pit stains all the way down to my, my belt line. I was, I was just shivering in my seat because I was like, wait, this is Southern humor? Is this going to hit? out right. west and and if you have to know no it didn't <laughs> there, was, there were some jokes that were just did not hit but then there were things that i didn't find funny that folks out west found very funny about you know southern characters <laughs> trying to catch tuna on the fly so yeah man i don't, I don't know but I'm, i'll say that we're we're humbled and, and blessed to have those opportunities well no pressure ben meadows is joining us from dorsal outdoors his film triple trouble is featured in the F3T 2024 edition, it's coming to Charlotte March 21st. It's going to be at the Visualite Theater, uh, live music at 5. The films start at 7. And uh, the no pressure part, Ben, is because you are probably, whether you're uh, in Seattle, Washington, or Bozeman, Montana, or Boulder, Colorado, they look at the South all the same. So you're representing anglers and enthusiasts probably from Virginia throughout the Carolinas, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, all the way maybe to Texas as well as Alabama and Mississippi. So you're rep- representing uh, through your film the entire South. Uh, again, <laughs> no pressure. N- no pressure. <laughs> but uh, thank you for doing it because uh, it does bring awareness to uh, to our anglers. Of course, here in the Carolinas, we do have the western part of our state. Uh, that does have trout, and to the east, of course, we have the coast. And in our coastal waters, we have something called the triple tail. But that's what your story is about in Triple Trouble. Uh, the way this works with Dorsal and um, with Ben, you know, you, we've got, a, I guess, the human story, the fish story, 
and a bit of a conservation concern as well. Ben, wrap those three things up to get together and tell us how you find the people because Danielle Davidson shares her passion about this saltwater fish, the triple tail, and she's helping introduce it, you know, the triple tails from Indonesia to the Mediterranean to the Carolina coast to Mobile Bay as well. Bring those things together with Danielle MB, your antagonist, I guess, if you will, in the film. Yeah, so I think it always starts and ends with people. I mean, the fishing stuff is always cool, right? That's what's visually gonna gonna get you to you know take a look. But it's the people with what's gonna make you remember it and and see it. And so um, there's just a really organic conversation that kicked off this film of uh, Mary Beth Meeks, who is a, a local hero here in Birmingham, Alabama. She does just amazing um, fish artwork. She has a unique technique where she carves. Uh, a fish out of a block and then uses special inks to press it onto paper so that you get this really dynamic look to it. Um, I'm looking at these, these uh, pictures I hang, have hanging up right now from, from well, working with, with her. And these are just very unique art pieces that, that bring life to the, the fish. And she mentioned once at a, at a um, local fly fishing event that she had never caught a fish on the fly in the salt. And it was kind of like from the dorsal line, we were like, oh man, like, you know, we love bass and we love everything in freshwater, but yeah, we got to make this happen. And then um, at the same point, kind of just serendipitously, uh, Danielle reached out to us and said, hey, are y'all aware of this really cool tournament we do in Alabama uh, to raise awareness for triple tail conservation? And it just kind of like, I wouldn't call it a light bulb moment because it wasn't mine. It was like these two threads just came together and was like, this is a no brainer. I mean, I remember George and I, getting my business partner kind of sketching this out and saying like, this is, this is a no brainer. You have <clears throat> Danielle who is knowledgeable, talented, a wonderful captain, um, and just a hardcore angler. And you have Mary Beth who wants to catch a saltwater fish. Like you, you literally have guide and student and that's a classic story. And so, um, we put it together and went and shot it. And, and, and as it happens sometimes with these films, like I myself have not caught a triple tail. That's just not something I've had the, the, uh, the chance to go after. So I, as a, you know, um, filmmaker, I'm, I'm learning as we go about the fishery, about how it works. I mean, there's part of this is you're going in blind, um, because you, you know, you have all the, the research you've done, you have all the stories that you've heard, but then you're out there in the boat with cameras and you're like, Oh, okay. Uh, this is a little different than I expected. Um, so like to come back to the the surface, like it's, it's the story is driven by people and, and their relationship of, of Danielle being exuberant to show why triple tail are wonderful and deserve a, a game fish status in anglers minds. Um, and Mary Beth, who is like, you know, dead set on catching her first uh, fish in the salt. And so that's just that's what drives the narrative. And so it opens a very authentic and organic door to talk about, well, if this fish is so cool, you know, what are we doing to make sure that the next generation uh, gets to, to enjoy the, the fish as well? And that's where um, Danielle talking about the Gulf Coast Research Lab and all the stuff she's done to, to help them out and, and kind of promoting their mission. That's where that comes, again, organically into the story. Um, because once you love a species, uh, you're, you're on board to protect it. 
Well, I'm a fan of a triple tail myself. That is my go-to fish. When uh, You must be a really good angler, Ben, because uh, uh, triple tail, when they're eating, of course, they like structure. They're kind of easy to spot, especially when they're coming up close to the surface near uh, some kind of structure in the water. They can be in the bay or in the, in the um, uh, intercoastal around here. But uh, when those big redfish aren't eating, I go try to find those triple tail, and they sure are fun. Now, I don't know, do you get a chance to fish? I know you're working when you're filming, and there's all this editing that happens after you've been on the water and doing interviews and, and what you do. Uh, uh, do you get a chance to enjoy the fishing part of fishing when you're out filmmaking? It's a case-by-case basis. Um, so, for instance, last year, dorsal internally shot a series in Mexico, um, just documenting what it looked like to do, um, a, you know, kind of a bootstrap trip with uh, your buddies. And, and, yeah, I got to fish a lot with that. I mean, everybody on our trip was a great sport. One of the fun things now as a filmmaker is I have setups that I can – dummy proof and put in somebody's hands and and let someone who has no film experience like document what they see from their angle and that's really encouraging and exciting um so they, so in those contexts yeah i do get to fish and i like to fashion myself as a decent angler i love to uh in that mexico series i caught a couple tarpon even caught a uh, permit on foot from the beach um so that was pretty cool but then like something like triple trouble um, we were in the context of the Triple Tail Classic, so that's the tournament that uh-huh. is raising awareness for conservation of triple tail in the Gulf. Um, there was not time. There was just, I mean, we were there filming the tournament. <clears throat> there was just not time for, for me to pick up a, a rod. And, and realistically, I just I wanted to see Mary Beth, you know, go out there and, and rock it, and that's what she did. I mean, so to your point about Triple Tail, you, you can find some choosy Triple Tail. You'll find some. We, we document plenty in the film where – you know, you get a really good cast on them, excellent accuracy, and they're just like, yeah, that's cute. I don't care. You know, they, just don't, <laughs> they don't bite. And and then you find some, and, and you know, I don't want to spoil the plot, but you do find some that are that are willing to play. Um, so, yeah, it, it in this case, in Triple Trouble, yeah, I, I did not touch a fly rod uh, the, the entire uh uh, shooting uh, portion of it. So you still you still are yet to catch a triple tail. So we'll keep that on the Ben Meadows list. Absolutely, that is, that is all my bucket list, and it is high on my bucket list. <laughs> well, of course, uh, we invite all that are listening out there to the Charlotte edition of the Fly Fishing Film Tour, the F three T twenty twenty four edition. It's going to start off with a pre party. The doors open at 5 p.m. at the Visualite. We're going to have local artists. Uh, Moonshine Fud will be playing live music. Uh, several of the fishing clubs and conservation clubs in our area will be on hand. Rocky River Trout Unlimited will be there. Carolina Coastal uh, Association will be there. Um, and many others, Carolina Fly Fishing Club, but also Women on the Fly because Ben, of course, Danielle and Mary Beth, there is the female-oriented part of this film as well, which has had a, a, a large growth in the past 20 years as ladies coming into the sport, and we welcome that. And Women on the Fly will be on hand at the Charlotte showing as well. Ben Meadows with Dorsal Outdoors. Man, thank you always for jumping on with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Yeah, thanks for having me, and I'm, I'm excited for seeing how the, the Carolina folks um, react to the film, knowing that this is a 
a local fish to y'all. I hope I hope y'all enjoy it, and I hope y'all uh, enjoy cheering on Mary Beth and Danielle as they go after trying to get that first saltwater fish on the fly. You know it. We look forward to Triple Trouble at F3T Charlotte 2024 edition. Ben Meadows, thank you much. We'll see you again soon. And off he goes, and off I go. But we're going to come back on the other side and wrap up this edition of the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 